0: This week's edition of Sports the Show is once again sponsored by Anchor. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to this week's edition of Sports The Show, the show where we talk about sports every single week and this is the draft special and as we are recording this round two has not yet started but will inevitably begin so with that welcome to the draft edition of sports this is the show and that's not all we're going to be talking about tonight because we also have a positive news story of the day replacing this week's non-sports news of the day You are not going to want to turn off this week's edition because it is going to be a very exciting one. And it starts right now. Here we go. It's now time for the main sports news of the week. Our first story talks about ESPN and The documentary series, The Last Dance. It was very entertaining last Sunday. It's going to be even more entertaining this Sunday. Here are my takeaways. Number one, Scottie Pippen. He was very underpaid. If you did not know, he was the 122nd highest paid player in the 97-98 season. That's because he accepted a seven-year contract. He He was... I understand why he did it, but it wasn't very smart. If you didn't know, he said in the documentary himself, he wanted to make sure he would have financial restitution, I guess. That's lawyer terms. I'm not a lawyer. But he basically wanted to be paid while he was still injured, if he was, to be injured at one point. After the 96, or excuse me, 97 finals, He could have had surgery. He waited until the very last minute to get surgery and was out for about three months. The Bulls were on a four-game losing streak on the road at one point. Jerry Krause was the GM at the time. He was very power-hungry. He shouldn't have even had the job. He got it because he was friends with the owner. And for those who are all making fun of Jerry Krause, he's still very important. He got Scottie Pippen. He got Michael Jordan there. The big, those two players as well. Very talented group was the 90s Bulls. I wish I could have seen them. Ya wasn't born in the early 90s. So I didn't get to experience that. This was the best two hours of the quarantine so far. The draft wasn't as good as this. The draft was still entertaining, don't get me wrong. But I enjoyed the last dance a bit more. Uh, My favorite story was the Traveling Cocaine Circus of Peoria, Illinois. Here's the story. Basically, Michael Jordan was in Peoria, Illinois with his Bulls teammates. They were in a motel. Jordan was trying to find where his teammates' rooms were. He knocked on a door. He heard a voice that said, Everyone be quiet. The voice then proceeded to ask Jordan who he was. Jordan replied, Michael Jordan and the Dwight's just like guys you can come in, he's just a rookie. And he came in and it was crazy. It was a traveling cocaine circus. There were so many lines on the of cocaine in the room. There was also a lot of marijuana. Juana. It's stay off the weed, Stephen A. Smith would say. I'm not sure about that. You can do whatever you want. But the Traveling Cocaine Circus, I made it sound boring. It was very entertaining. If there's a clip of it on the internet, I would highly recommend trying to find that. It was entertaining. We're going to now talk about Major League Baseball. Here's the latest Major League Baseball plan for the season. The league would have teams stationed in one of three main hubs in Florida, Alabama, or Texas. Those states would make use of nearby Major League, Minor League, and spring training ballparks and facilities. If it is raining, by the way, ballparks in St. Petersburg, Florida, Phoenix, Arizona, and Arlington, Texas, each have roofs. So any rain delays could not happen if they moved the teams to those specific cities based on the, uh, I guess, the weather forecast would have to be monitored at all times. A interesting proposal that is coming from J.J. Cooper of Baseball America. He reported that, quote, multiple sources with knowledge of the negotiations say that the minor league baseball, MILB, will indicate that it agrees to 120 affiliated teams in the new PBA, which was, I think, supposed to be a CBA. I copied the quote from an article. Such a concession by the MILB could be a clear step towards a deal the MILB has now agreed to find ways to come to agreement on almost all of the MLB's public demands. Now the question is whether the MLB will be willing to accept concession as a foundation for a potential deal. This deal, which would cut more than 40 MILB teams. I don't want that to happen. Minor League Baseball is very entertaining. It really is. Into a lot of Indians games in my life for the Indianapolis Indians, right there. Always entertaining at Victory Field. The MLB has since denied that they're going to cut 40 teams, and we're like, hey, we're still talking, but we're not going to cut the 40 teams. I don't trust Major League Baseball one bit anymore, thanks to the commissioner. Rob Manford, who called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. It's crazy. Oliver Luck of the XFL is suing Vince McMahon for wrongful termination. It's now time for the lawyer segment of the day, where me, who's not a lawyer, tries to give you lawyer jargon. The suit says Luck received a termination letter on April 9th, the day before the XFL laid off most of the staff. Luck also, quote, wholly disputes and rejects the allegations set forth in the termination letter and contends that they are pretextual and devoid of merit, which I'm guessing means, yo, this letter's wrong and it's too early to decide to have the league go bye bye. Luck also says the XFL has breached his $20 million contract when filing for bankruptcy. It's crazy, man. I miss the XFL. I didn't care about it enough, but now I wish it was still here. Ash, this week's edition of Sports' this Show was called the draft edition of the NFL draft, the first round happened. Here is some of the important news from the first round. Joe Burrow went number one to the Bengals. Got to say it right there. It's not bangles. It's bangles with an E. It's difficult to say, and I think I'm just saying the same thing over and over, but it is fine. Chase Young of Ohio State University. Excuse me. The Ohio State University. Saw a lot of people mad about the coverage there. Went to the Washington Redskins. Jeffrey Okuda. He went to Detroit. Andrew Thomas of Georgia went number four to the Giants. I was watching the broadcasts on ESPN, and the analysts were shocked. Who And they thought that Clemson's Isaiah Simmons should have been picked. He would later go to the Cardinals with the eighth pick. Tango Valoa and Justin Herbert was a debate for about two months. And it finally paid off for Tua, at least. He went to the Miami Dolphins with the number five pick there. Justin Herbert was the 6th pick and went to the L.A. Chargers. Both of them are going to have some good careers. Here is an underrated pick for an underrated team. With the 15th pick, the Denver Broncos selected Jerry Judy of the Alabama University. He joins a very talented Broncos team this year, which includes Cortland Sutton, who was in the Pro Bowl. Melvin Gordon, Noah Fant, the tight end, who was picked last year, Vaughn Miller, and quarterback Drew Locke. They are an underrated team. Now, just because they went 7-9 and nine last year, they had Joe Flacco for most of the year. I believe they went 5-2 and two with the Drew Locke. They're going to be a very good team this year. I think my Denver Broncos can make the playoffs. I said this during the Super Bowl week, but I feel like my Denver Broncos... They can be the 49ers or the Tennessee Titans of next year. The I remember the 49ers, they weren't really being paid attention to until like week seven when they were still undefeated. No one really expected that much from the 49ers from what I saw. Broncos, they're going to be good this year. Really are. We have the biggest story of the draft, which is Jordan Love going to the Packers. <laughs> this is crazy, man. He is a quarterback. He joins the <laughs> NFC uh, division champions who got, well, they weren't the NFC divisional champions. They got second place. They were the runner ups. They could have almost made the Super Bowl. And this is having shades of Aaron Rodgers when he was drafted. Fifteen years ago, with the twenty-second pick, I believe it's fifteen days ago on the dot. Aaron Rodgers would eventually replace Brett Favre, who then like retired, then unretired, then retired, then like unretired. Reminds me of Gronk. We're not going to talk about Gronk. I'm still angry about that. I'm not a Patriots fan. I just just tired of Tampa Bay. But yep. Still cannot believe Jordan Love went to the Packers. We could be seeing, after 16 years, Aaron Rodgers possibly having the starting role taken away. I doubt it. I really do. But I have seen crazier things happen. always have a good backup quarterback now. But they should have gotten a wide receiver. Or anyone else. We saw it in the NFC Championship. Aaron Rodgers cannot carry your whole team. I'm just sorry. Here are some interesting stats that came from round one of the NFL draft. A total of 15 SEC players were drafted, including five from Louisiana State University, better known as LSU. That is the second most players taken from a school in the first round. The 2004 Miami... Hurricanes, they have the most players taken in a single draft in the first round with six back in 2004. There was also about 16 million people who watched that draft. At one point, they had like 19 million watching too. Pretty dang cool. Good for them, you made your money. Here are my top three non-quarterbacks who are still on the board. Now, I'm... Trying to see if we'll actually get a live update for the draft because I'm recording this as the round two draft has started. But safety, Xavier McKinney of Alabama, DeAndre Smith, the running back out of Georgia, and Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin are my top three non-quarterbacks still left left in the draft. I saw Xavier McKinney. He was expected to be a first-round choice very early. I saw he was 15th on Mel Kuyper's big board. He made it to day number two. DeAndre Smith, also very high on the board. I think he was like 22nd left on the board. Of Georgia, very good. Only one running back was taken, and it was at the very end of the draft. And then Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin. Wisconsin had a pretty good program this year. I saw for a bit they were possibly going to... Make it even to the playoffs. They didn't, but they were still a good team anyway. And it was Jonathan Taylor who led them that way. Sorry, I'm still trying to see if we'll have any draft news happening. Not right now. It's fine. We'll give you the update as we get it. For the breaking news of the day, the draft continues tonight. It started at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN, the NFL Network, and ABC. No picks like been made yet. Rounds two and three are tonight. They finish tomorrow with rounds four through seven. That starts at noon. There you go. This is the distracted edition of the main news, sports news of the week. It's now time for the Motorsports Update. I'd like to apologize for our last segment. I was a bit distracted during the NFL Draft segment because I was trying to actually get news of the NFL Draft, but it is fine. Our first Motorsports Update comes from the IndyCar iRacing Challenge. And for the second week in a row, Simon Pagano has won. This time at Virtual Firestone Twin Ring Motegi And the land of the rising sun, Japan. I botched the name, I guarantee you. Here were your top three Simon pagino Scott Dixon, and Will Power. Very interesting there because that could be an actual IndyCar podium from a normal race. I believe the season is still set to start in the middle of June at Texas Motor Speedway. Speaking of June, I feel like that's when everything's going to start coming back. I really do. Could be wrong, though. I'm I'm not in charge of this. NASCAR News of the Week. William Byron. He's won his second NASCAR Pro Invitational event. This time at Richmond Motor Speedway. I watched the last, like, 15 laps of the race. It was entertaining. It really was. He barely beat Timmy Hill, my I add. There's a yellow um, with only four laps remaining. And by the way, William Byron, he hadn't pit in over 50 laps. Jimmy Hill was also very close to him. It looked like Timmy was gonna overtake him, just like at virtual Texas Motor Speedway a few weeks ago. That was the first race. I thought it was Charlotte, but I guess it was virtual Texas Motor Speedway. I can't remember. It's fine. So congratulations to the number 24, William Byron, representing Jeff Gordon's. Old Vine, very well. Chase Elliott drove 24 for a couple of years. Now he's at number 9 again. I should probably follow NASCAR a bit more so I know what I'm talking about. The next NASCAR race, by the way, is not going to be happening at Martinsville Speedway in two weekends. Nope. That race has been postponed. The new race is still at a location to be predetermined But we'll race with no fans in the month of May. Disappointing news there. Really was. I want us to get NASCAR so then we can at least have some actual live entertaining sports. The draft, I don't consider that live sports. I'm sorry. You're just saying names. That's it. That's it. Well, there you go. There is your motorsports update for the week. Take it away with our main news of the week. (laughs) Thank you to our amazing host for talking about the non-sports news of the week, which has been replaced this week with a brand new segment that I like to call the positive story of the day. (laughs) This story comes from Goodable on Twitter. That is O -O D A B L. E, capital G there. They have some great content on there all of the time. You're going to want to follow them on there. In Washington State, a supermarket hired a deaf cashier. The cashier, he can read lips. But many people are starting to wear masks. Meaning he can't read lips anymore. So what did his boss do? His boss made a sign on the cash register glass box that surrounds them, because that's at a lot of places now, saying, quote, Hi, my name is Matthew. I couldn't. I I am deaf and read lips. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to point out that I failed at reading. It's fine. His boss also made a custom shirt for him that reads in the front. The supermarket name, which I won't say, because it is a copyrighted name, and I realize I should probably stop saying those. Deaf crew member on the front. I read lips as well. The back of the shirt says, Deaf, please tap me on the shoulder for help. This is a positive story. I love seeing positive stories. They are always entertaining. By the way, if you want some more positive stories, I recommend either Rex Chapman, on Twitter giving us funny videos every single day or some good news hosted by John Krasinski, formerly known as Jim from The Office. That's a fun follow, and if you don't have Twitter, it's on YouTube every single week as well. Well, there you have it. There is your non-sports news of the day as well as your positive story of the day. Wow, guys, another entertaining quarantine edition of Sports the Show. The Draft Edition, as I called it this week. I was going to have a guest this week. I didn't get a guest with you. I honestly didn't feel like getting it. Well, that, that makes you sound lazy. No, uh, so basically what happened was I there was no boxing news of the week. I was supposed to get Brennan on. There was really no boxing news at all, so I did not get him on. I'd also like to point out in the golf world, uh, Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning are going to be taking on Tom Brady and Phil Mixon in golf. It's very good there. It's going to be entertaining. I'm not going to watch it, though. You can't make me watch golf unless I want to. You really can't. I won't let you do it. We now move on to the weekly segment where I tell you some stuff you need to do. Number one, stay home. Let this virus go away as soon as possible. I want to be able to go outside. I want to be able to have live sports. I want just to be able to go back to work. I want everything to get back to normal. Also, wash your hands. You still need to do that. Stay inside. Wash your hands. If you're sick, avoid people. Especially if you're sick, do not go shopping. If you think you have symptoms, make sure you ha- get yourself tested. If there are testing kits still available. They're trying their best. They really are. I gotta wash your hands. You gotta stay safe. Do everything you can to prevent this virus from affecting you. You are gonna know someone who gets affected with the virus personally. I do. We're not gonna talk about that, though. And now the less non-important news of this week. You need to follow Max G Sports on Twitter. I made a poll, by the way, on Twitter, and right now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you the live results from that specific poll, which is I gotta get it. Hold on, one vote (laughs) so far with only one vote asking. Okay, Twitter world, on this week's edition of Sports the Show, I interviewed my guest Ian, and he said Floyd Mayweather should have been an athlete of the decade. So here's my question. Should LeBron or Floyd or someone else have been the athlete of the decade? Hashtag LeBron James, hashtag Floyd Mayweather. And Floyd Mayweather has one vote. There were 20 hours left on that. You're gonna want to go and get it there. That is at Max G Sports, capital M, capital G, capital S. No spaces. By the way, here we have our breaking news. do 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 breaking news? With the NFL Draft, the first pick of day two of the NFL Draft, or the 33rd pick, if you want to be specific, is the Cincinnati Bengals, who have selected. Hold on, a blocker got a pop-up on my phone that blocked the news. The Cincinnati Bengals selected Clemson wide receiver T. Higgins with the 33rd overall pick and the first of the second round on the NFL Draft on Friday night. Also, make sure you to make a difference during the draft. Vote with the hashtag draft of thought. Well sorry, don't vote. We gotta redo this.